Hi, I'm Hilary Hess. You're listening to A Helping of Happiness. This podcast is for busy moms like me who have a full life and are constantly finding themselves in a balancing act. I definitely do not have it all together, but I hope that sharing the things that I have learned as a mom of seven kids and the things that you will hear from the guests that I have on will be things that will really inspire and help us all to be a little bit better and give us all some fresh ideas and have a little bit of fun while we're at it. Hey, welcome to Helping of Happiness, episode number 92. Please forgive my scratchy voice. I'm just getting over a cold. Luckily, I recorded this with Danny right before the cold came on, so you shouldn't have to hear this scratchy voice the entire podcast episode. We're so lucky. As I said, we have Danny on today, Danny Enke from A Day with Danny, and she is teaching us all about how yoga and meditation has really helped her get to know herself and grow as a person and as a mom and as a woman. This has really boosted her self-confidence and more self-awareness. But really quick, before we start with Danny, I just wanted to give you some good new news. We have a brand new Facebook group for all of our Helping of Happiness friends. We have a place that we can talk about things that are a little more in-depth, that maybe topics that we cover on our podcasts. We can also exchange recipe ideas or meal planning tips or any travel ideas or questions about places maybe some of our other group members have gone and we want to get more information from other people that are in the group. So we would love it so much if you would join us over there. We'll also have some like exclusive stuff here and there with different guests that we have on our podcast that is just for the Facebook group. So I really hope that you'll go. So it's Helping of Happiness Friends. It's the name of the group. Come join us over there. Get to know us a little bit better. We'd love to get to know you. We really want this to be a community and have some more interaction. And I just think it's going to be really fabulous. So um, also we just recorded a really fun live video with Nikki Olson, whom we had on last week when she was talking about ADHD, this live that she did with us on Instagram yesterday was about ADHD and questions that some of you had, as well as talking a little bit about focus. So if you want to get that, we're going to have that posted on the Facebook group pretty soon. And um, we'll also be popping that over on our IGTV, so on our Instagram TV. So I hope you're following us across social media. We're at Helping of Happiness, and I can't wait for you to meet Danny. Hey, Danny, how are you? I'm doing so good. How are you? I'm good. I'm so glad you could come on and be with us today. Do you mind telling us a little bit about your family? Yes. Um, so I married my high school sweetheart. We met when we were 14 at a church youth dance which was super fun. And we had a long distance relationship uh, for a long time. We made it official at 16 and then um, just started dating and kept in touch all throughout high school. And we went to each other's proms and we just had a really fun time dating and growing up with each other. Then uh, my husband, he served a mission for our church and so I decided to wait for him, which was really hard at the time. And looking back, I was like, oh, I was just, you know, 18, 19, but it was still hard. 
at the time. Um, and got, practice for what you're doing now, right? <laughs> yes, totally. I know. When he got back from his mission, I thought, there's no way we're going to be separated ever again. <laughs> and then, then he joins the Army. So, um, <laughs> so he got back. We got engaged in April. We got married in December. Um, we soon had kids after that. Uh, we have four kids now and it's been really awesome. I've been, I've always been excited to be a mom. So that was something I was super excited about. And now that I've like, we have four kids now I'm excited to, now I'm relearning more about myself. I'm kind of getting back in touch with the things that I enjoyed before that I'm, that I'm bringing back up, bringing back to the table and, um, things that fill me with joy that I can do and provide for the family. I love that. Cause I feel kind of in the same way that you do. I feel like those first years of motherhood, I was just so sucked into the new motherhood experience that I, I got kind of lost and I couldn't focus on what I wanted to be and who I was and be a mom at the same time. I had to kind of figure all that out first. And now it's like, okay, we kind of got that. Now, who am I? I've got to figure all this out. And it's, such a relief to start be able to do things that you really enjoy for a change instead of just changing diapers and doing everybody's laundry and I mean which is wonderful and fulfilling and amazing too but just it's nice to be you right so I'm excited to talk about all the things that you have found out about yourself because I've been learning so much from you on your Instagram I've just loved following you so much so let's just tell the audience really quick your handles so they can follow you on there if they're not already so my handle is a day with Danny and there's periods in between it's a dot day dot with dot Danny. Um, and I chose that I, I originally had a different name on Instagram, but then I changed it to a day with Danny because my whole focus on Instagram is that if you spend a day with me, then you'll get to see how awesome and empowered you'll feel and um, more confident in yourself. And I can, provide you with, I love, I talk, I love talking about tips for confidence with motherhood and in yourself and in your style. Um, so my whole vision is if you get to spend a day with me, you'll get to see this confidence within yourself. Which I'm always looking for more of. So I love following you. It's so awesome. Okay. So you cover so many wonderful things today. I wanted to talk for sure about yoga and meditation, but I also wondered if we could start with kind of your personal, you going through all this being an army wife, because I mean, I think that that just explains a lot about who you are and where you're going to be coming from when you're talking about these other things too. Do you mind starting there? Is that a good Oh, for sure. Thought? So in our marriage, we've always supported each other uh, with anything that we want to do. Philip grew up in a military family, so it's, like deep in his blood. He's the son of Marines and his brothers are, some brothers are Marines. He has an army brother. And so it's just, he's a huge patriot. And like I said, I didn't think that we would get separated again, but he's felt this pull to be in the military again. Um, so earlier last year, he talked to the recruiter just to kind of feel it out. And he was like, I'm almost 30. Like he's just telling him all this information that, you know, I have four kids and um, married and, you know, I have a job, a really stable job. And if I leave my, my job, you know, the army won't provide as much, but of course that wasn't what it was 
about. It was about him serving his country, which I, I think is amazing that he wanted to do that. Um, so with him feeling this pool and giving the recruiter all the information he needed, he wanted to make sure like if this is something that he could get done at his age and in this period of his life. And so when we talked about it, ultimately I felt like it was, a, it would be a good thing for our family. I mean, I knew it would be a struggle having that time away, him having time away from the kids. Um, and at the time when he told me we were pregnant with baby number four. <laughs> so I was like, what? <laughs> this is so crazy. But um, the more we talked about it, the more we felt like this is a good thing uh, for our family. And, um, and I always knew, like he has always supported me in anything I wanted to do. And so I wanted to give that same respect. And I told him, I said, I need you to tell me exactly why you want to join the army. Cause I, I already know why, but I want to hear from your words, why you want to join because tell him this would be a sacrifice, but if he really wanted to do it, then we would make it work. So he told me, he told me it's something that he's always been passionate about. Um, he has a, a brother that went through PTSD serving in the military. And he thought, you know, I'm a capable, willing, able person and I can, I can go serve my country for six years or however long. And then, um, anyway, I thought that was so honorable of him. And so supporting him in that, it's definitely, you know, it has been that struggle, that time away, me being that a single mom for these months. And, and I have so much respect for the single moms that, or even the moms that their husbands are away so often and they have to do it all themselves. Um, but I found that strength within myself. Uh, and it, in, and, and it was good timing. Um, we had baby number four and, you know, during the whole pregnancy, I was of course focused on having this baby and making sure that, um, my body provided the baby with everything that it needed and having safe passage into the earth and to be with our family. And then once I had the baby, then I kind of had this identity shift where I was like, okay, now this baby isn't, isn't so much a part of me. Now I'm becoming more of my own person. And who is Danny now? What is she like? And so I did kind of go through that shift and it was actually really nice to ask myself these questions. Like I wrote down 20 questions that I would ask someone that I really look up to. And then I answer the questions myself to see, okay, what do I like? When I get in the car, do I want to listen to Disney music that my kids want to listen to? Or do I have certain songs that I want to listen to and introduce to my kids? Um, oh, I love that idea. That's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> that's oftentimes what happens. I'll, I'll shift to, you know, the mother side of me shifts to the music and the TV that my kids want to do. Um, but finding myself again was, has been amazing. And yoga and meditation has been a huge part of knowing who I am and relearning the things that I like. Okay. So I'm loving this so much. Okay. So what are, do you mind going back and just telling me some of the other questions that you asked yourself about, do you remember some of them off the top of your head? I didn't ask you uh, that. Let's see. Uh, Cause I, I love I, that idea of figuring out who you are. Yeah. I went from like simple questions to favorite color, favorite movie. What do I like to do in my spare time to where would I want to travel? Um, if I had a whole day to myself, what would I spend my time doing? What energizes me? 
Um, yeah, I would do, I just tried to think of certain questions that if there's somebody that I really looked up to that I could sit down with for 30 minutes, what questions would I ask them? Um, like what motivates them or empowers them? What books are they reading? If they listen to podcasts, what kind of podcasts do they listen to? Um, because something else that I learned is a lot of times when you try to write down your, your list of your top five priorities, a lot of people won't put themselves in their priority list. And I think that's so interesting because it's so true. We should be our number one priority. We should be making sure that we're getting the nutrition and the sleep and, um, and the self-care that we need. That way we can help other people. Um, so yeah, just asking my, first seeing that I have that worth, that I can have likes and dislikes and I don't have to have the same things, like I don't have to like the same things that my husband likes or my children like. I can be my own individual person, I can have an opinion and I can speak up for my opinion and I can have good boundaries. And learning all of this stuff has been a game changer for me. Well, and what a perfect time to learn it when you really are having so much time alone with your kids that you could get really lost in caring for them. I, I think that's just amazing the way that the timing worked out for you with that. So how does this tie in for you with the yoga and the meditation? Um, like how have those helped you stay sane while your husband's away? And have those kind of helped you identify who you are a little bit? Is that kind of how you found yourself a little bit? Uh, absolutely. Um, I started with I started with yoga when, when I was a teenager, kind of tried it out some. I have a background in dance, and I started going to college for dance education. Um, that was a big outlet for me, and finding ways to move my body that felt good, and being on stage helped me feel confident. Then once I became a mom, and I kind of lost the flexibility and the time to be able to go to classes, I found yoga. And that was more of my outlet. And that felt really good to me to be able to move in a certain way that was more intuitive and that could help me relax, that um, I could focus on my breathing. I learned that one deep breath is like the same as three normal breaths that we take. So doing the yoga was centering for me. I was able to kind of get more grounded as a mom. Um, it helped me have that time away, just having my own space. And I saw my yoga mat as this safe place that within this little space that I can move as I wanted to and what felt good to my body. Um, so yeah, it helped me take that time away that I needed for self-care and it helps me connect back with myself and have that breathing, which is so good for the immune system and for your body. Um, and then, and I also learned through my, I did a yoga teaching, teacher um, certification. And as I did that, I learned that yoga is more than just the physical practice, that it has so much more benefits spiritually and mentally. And so I really tapped into that spiritual aspect of it. And that, that was like a new level of yoga that I stepped into. With meditation, I always heard the benefits of meditation, but I really got into meditation when we were pregnant with our third baby. I tried the hypnobirthing and that was actually a really amazing experience for me. I had my husband go to some classes with me 
And at first he was like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll go along <laughs> with you, whatever. <laughs> Not super on board, but he was supportive. But then when he went to the classes with me, um, he saw the benefits of hypnobirthing is pretty much using meditation to calm your body. And through those contractions or in hypnobirthing, they're called surges, helps you just meditate and calm your body so your body can progress faster through through these contractions. Um, and so Philip saw the benefits of hypnobirthing. He saw it firsthand when we had our third baby and with our fourth baby. Um, so he was super on board with that. But I got to listen to audios each night with hypnobirthing. And that was so beneficial. I, my body got into the rhythm. And so it, it got used to calming down super fast. It helped me fall asleep really fast. Um, and so then after having our baby, I didn't have like postpartum meditations to listen to. So I kind of like my, I could tell my body craved listening to those meditations and calming down. So that's when I ventured out to try to find um, other guided meditations that I could do. And I loved listening to, there's, there's a few different apps that are really good with meditation. One is called Expectful, and that is, has to do with motherhood. And they also have fatherhood. Um, audios to listen to that's really cool yes it's so awesome and you can pick five ten or twenty minute long um meditations and how long do you like to go yeah sorry go ahead i'm just gonna say how long do you usually like to go for i usually do 10 minutes um but if i have more time then i like the 20 minutes because i like to have the whole you know full benefit of meditation but that's a great beginner if you're in motherhood and you're wanting to learn meditation, that's a great um, first place to start because it does have the shorter meditations. And when you're first getting used to meditation, it's nice to have shorter meditations to listen to. Unless you're falling asleep, then it's perfect for right before bed when you're falling asleep. <laughs> that's been my problem trying meditation. I need to try again now that I don't have a newborn. That should really help. But man, yeah. it's, it's like, I, but it was anytime I did anything, read a book, anything where you're holding still, it's just like, you know, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And that's what's awesome about this is that it has the five minute one that you can listen to for five minutes. And so if you have a shorter attention span or a lot of things on your to-do list, you can, you can make that time available. So this isn't something that you do while you're doing your yoga. This is a separate practice that you do. Would you do that? Like, tell me about your day. So if you'll, I mean, not your whole day, you don't do anything. <laughs> but I'm just saying like, so in first thing in the morning, is that when you would do your meditation or would you do your yoga first thing? Or is that like a morning routine or the evening or how do you plug these things in so on an ideal day <laughs> right the kids i sleep a little longer and i get up and have more time to myself um so i yes meditation so i get up and get a drink of water because having water first thing in the morning kind of gets your um your system going and then doing meditation helps to start your day out with peace and focusing on your breath um, and then, it, and then you're awake enough to kind of get going with the yoga. And okay. I, you know, when I go to a yoga class, it's like an hour long, but when I do my own yoga practice, it's probably about 30 minutes. Um, okay. I do more intuitive moves, what feels good to my body, warm up slow. And then, you know, sometimes I have those power moves in there if, depending on what part of the day I, I do yoga, but 
yeah, I'd say doing yoga first and then, I mean, meditation first and then yoga. And then the yoga. Okay. And then, you know, whatever other part of your morning routine, like journaling or scriptures or prayer before the kids wake up. So how early do you get up? What time do your kids get up? So luckily my kids aren't early risers. Oh, bless. so nice. So I try to get up around seven. My daughter has to get up by eight to get ready for school. Sometimes my, um, my two middle ones are up a little earlier, about 745. But as long as everyone's well, everything goes as planned. It's like <laughs> 745 and eight that they're not awake until. Oh, that is dreamy. So our school starts at 745 in the morning. So it's like, and then there's seminary that's early morning before that. So we start so early. I'm trying to figure out my life. Like I used to be really good at getting up at five, but oh my God. I don't know. I turned 40. My body doesn't want to do it. <laughs> so I need to go to bed earlier, which is tricky with teenagers. I haven't quite figured all this out, but I, so I love hearing what you're doing because I think maybe I need to drink some water and meditate first. Maybe that would kind of, maybe that would get me moving. <laughs> if I don't get up in the morning, then when I have that block of time in the afternoon after lunchtime, that's when it's helpful too, because that's when I usually have the more sluggish. Yes. You know, uh, that's when I'm like feeling tired. So I have to take a minute to kind of re-energize. So that is such a good morning, idea. Yeah, then the afternoon is a good time when the kids are at school and we're having some more quiet time. So do you lay in your bed when you meditate or on the floor? Like, where do you, or do you sit up? How do you do your meditation? Because I've done a lay down meditation, but it was on a floor during a class. They were teaching me how to do it. Yeah, so you can sit, if I'm doing a meditation where I want to be more alert and awake, then I will be in a, just a comfortable seated position. A lot of times I'll just kind of lay back um, on my pillows on my bed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a lot of times I, I like to put it on before I fall asleep. So I'll just lay down and get comfortable before falling asleep. So is 20 minutes kind of the recommended amount of time if you want a full meditation or is it longer? Like how long? I mean, you said 10 is a good beginning, five or 10 minutes. Right. Um, yeah, I think some people go up to 40 minutes to an hour. Um, so just depending Again, this is what's so awesome about yoga and meditation is it's all intuitive. So it's really on what you need and what you can handle at the time, what you have time for. I think 10 to 20 minutes is the perfect amount of time. I love doing visualizations. And so that gives me enough time to, you know, my flow of motivation is kind of like starts low, then has a peak and then comes back down. Mm-hmm. And um, so I think 15 to 20 minutes is a perfect amount of time to have that um, where you can, because I think with meditation, you find, fall into the sleep-like state almost. Mm-hmm. And to have that little rhythm with the 20 minutes is a great amount of time. That's amazing. That's, I, I've never heard it put that way. So I really, th- okay. You just didn't like give it enough time to get into a rhythm. So, okay, this is good. Okay. So you, I've cut you off on the app. So let's go back really quick. Cause you said there were three that you liked, right? So expect full, what were the, what was the other ones that you liked? Yeah. So there's two that I like. Expectful is oh, perfect yeah. for motherhood. It has me- meditations for when you're trying to conceive, when you're pregnant, postpartum, 
just in everyday motherhood. There's also ones for fatherhood that they just came out with, which is really awesome. Um, and then another one is called Insight Timer. And that has just general meditations. Um, if you want more focus, more confidence, processing through emotions, they, you know, they have the different subjects on Insightful Timer. And then I think just looking for free ones, YouTube can have some really good free meditations also. Okay, that's so good to know. All right, this is giving me a good place to start. So this is good. This is really good. Okay, so anything else about all this that I'm missing that you wanted to talk about that I, because I don't sometimes don't even know what to ask, but I know that I want to know more. <laughs> oh, one thing that I love about meditation and yoga is that you can really do it at any stage of your life. Yoga is great for children um, when you're expecting, when you have injuries. It's great for elderly. I mean, it's like so many areas that uh, that you can utilize yoga and meditation. That's what I love about it is all around good for everyone. I love that you brought that up about the yoga because I, I haven't gotten into meditation as much as I want to. I'm really excited about to try these apps and maybe be guided because I feel like the ones that I've been trying to do have just been self-guided which hasn't been working very well but the yoga i've been trying to get to in the last year or two and my kids really love that cosmic kids yoga that's on youtube they love to do that one but but i i love it it's because i've had a lot of injuries not i don't know because yeah you call them injuries after having so many kids the body's just kind of a wreck so yoga has been kind of my way of got get my body moving again while it was kind of healing and getting ready to run or do anything kind of, of impact after that but so yeah. yeah that's it's been huge for me with that and the great thing about yoga and meditation again is that having the guided classes or guided meditation to audios to listen to is a great place to start and then as you get in a good rhythm then you know what feels good to your body so then you start creating your own intuitive practices and that's where it jumps from just a physical practice to more of a spiritual practice. And so you see what feels good to your body. That's what I love about it. That is awesome. Oh, I love that so much. Okay. So let's tell our audience where we can find you. So a day dot, I mean a day dot, a day with Danny on Instagram. So a dot day dot Danny at Instagram. Is there any work? You have a blog too, right? I do. I have a daywithdanny.com. My dream is to go around speaking on stages and motivating women, getting more face-to-face things. -face mm -hmm. So that's what, that's my goal for this year, 2020, is to get, put myself out there more, to speak to audiences about those topics that I'm super passionate about. So going to my website is a great place to look out for any upcoming events. Okay, do you want to segue into our three helpful and happy questions? Sure. Okay, so we have this on the podcast to kind of tie in our website with the podcast because our website is, I mean, all of it is all about building happiness and family, right? But our, our website definitely focuses on food, on travel, obviously the archives for this podcast, and then homemaking hacks. So our first question is what is your favorite food or meal? Okay, so something about me, I am terrible at picking one favorite. <laughs> 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 I have like two or three favorites. My husband's always like, Danny, that is not one favorite. <laughs> that's so okay. I, I think that's me too. I think we're good because I think everything's my favorite. 
Yes. So my favorite meal I'd say, I love oven fried chicken mm. and Mexican food. Oven fried chicken. What was the second thing you said? And what? Mexican food. Mexican. Oh, yes. Mexican food. And yes. then I love chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> yes, we can eat together anytime. All those things work with me. Oh, so good. So do you like to make them yourself or do you like to go out and get them? Uh, the chocolate chip cookies. Or any of it. Uh, oh, any of it. Um, so I love to eat out with Mexican food. Um, I love the chips and salsa and guacamole. Mm -hmm. uh, my mom makes the best oven fried chicken. And then cookies. I, I have been testing out so many different recipes because we have food allergies. So trying okay. to make a good gluten-free, dairy-free chocolate chip cookie oh, is so challenging. Because with the butter, everything, you know, oh, they yeah. flatten out. Yeah. So I'm finding, I found a good recipe. The last two times I made chocolate chip cookies, they've been so good. So I like. Hey, okay, you're gonna have to send that to me because my I have two family members that are also gluten free, dairy free, and so it's just so hard for them because they can't eat anything. At least in the cookie department, that's very good. Cookies, I think, are the hardest. Muffins and cakes are a little easier to figure yeah. out, but. Mm -hmm. <laughs> man, okay, so you're gonna have to tell me that. That sounds so great. The next question. What is the best trip that you've ever gone on or your dream vacation? Either one or both. Okay. So I have an answer for both. <laughs> <laughs> so my favorite trip that we've been on is about two years ago, we took the kids to Disneyland mm -hmm. and that was so fun because I love Disney. And so it's just as fun for me as it was for them. I love oh, yeah. the characters going on the ride and then they had just as much fun being in the hotel and swimming in the pool every day, you know, and I love staying in hotels. So the whole combination of eating out, staying in a hotel, going to Disneyland was an amazing trip. Um, then our, my dream job or my dream trip would be going to um, Venice, Italy with Philip. That's like something that we're going to be planning, I think, to go to the city on the water <laughs> where yes, a romantic trip. I think we need that after four kids. Yeah. I think it's a good away. <laughs> You'll appreciate it so much more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a great idea. I know I need to do Europe with my husband. We've done some other places, but we haven't got that, got that far yet. So Italy would be fantastic. All the food is so good okay. too. And my sister, who's also gluten dairy free, went there and they were amazing with all her food allergies. So if you go. Good to know. <laughs> yes, they were fantastic. She's like, I need to move to Italy because they every were so good and all the food is delicious. And oh. just made everything special for me. It was so nice. Okay, so number three, do you have a homemaking hack for us? Yes. So my homemaking hack is we eat a lot of chicken. And so instead of having grilled chicken every day, I, so I make grilled chicken at the beginning of the week. And then I've come up with like five different meals that we could use the, gr the grilled chicken for. So of course we can just have grilled chicken, which is super delicious. And then I use it also for chicken Alfredo, chicken tortilla soup, um, chicken tacos, and then being able to just shred it up sometimes. So we're from North Carolina, so I love the barbecue, but mm -hmm. I don't, I've never cooked the pork and then shredded it. So I usually do the chicken and I'll slow cook that and then shred it 
and then add this vinegar-based barbecue sauce and it tastes so delicious. Yeah. So finding like different ways to incorporate the chicken into our meals has been especially nice with kids that don't like to just eat a piece of grilled chicken. Yeah. No, I love that so much. So I'm actually in the process of writing a cookbook that's all about rolling over your ingredients. So you're, that's exactly what I'm talking about. I love that. I mean, it saves you time in the kitchen if you're doing it all at once, right? Because it's easy to toss it in and it saves you money because you're like all set and reusing ingredients. And oh, I just love that so much. That's a great hack. Oh, Alfredo. Maybe Alfredo needs to be on our movie this week. That sounds really good. Oh, so awesome. Danny, I've loved talking with you so much. Did you have anything else on your heart that you wanted to share before we close up or anything that one thing that you wanted to remind our audience before we go? Um, I love talking about self-love and self-care and that your, your unique gifts and your potential is limitless and the love that you should have for yourself should be infinite like we come from infinite beings that created us i truly believe that and and just knowing where we came from helps me understand my worth and so i feel like so many women have um they just don't understand their worth or they don't recognize how amazing they are so i love talking to women about um, being more confident having more self-love and knowing that their worth is infinite and it's not dependent on the clothes they wear, the things they have, if their house is clean, the makeup, any makeup, um, if they have kids or don't have kids, their worth is infinite. And just seeing that in themselves can make a huge difference in their life every, on a daily basis and, and just what will propel them forward and who they can help because they love themselves. Love that so much. Oh, Danny, thank you so much. This has just been so great. I think we might need to do another podcast later about self-love okay, a little bit. <laughs> I just think we can't talk about it enough because it's just something that at least in my life is one of those recurring themes. I have to keep reminding myself over and over about not only how to take care of myself, but just the mental health around all of that as well. So absolutely. Thank you so much. Well, thank you, Hillary. I love being on here and talking with you. Hey, I hope you loved listening to Danny as much as I enjoyed chatting with her. She's really inspired me to get deeper into my yoga and to work more on meditating so I can exercise my brain. There's so many wonderful benefits of meditation that I would love to have in my life. So if you enjoyed this podcast, please go share with a friend and we would love it so much if you are listening through Apple Podcasts, if you would give us a rating, a review, and a subscribe so that you can keep listening to this. It really does help us to get those reviews in. That just helps so much. We really love reading those and the ratings help us to be more searchable for podcast apps. Have a wonderful week. I cannot wait for you to hear from our wonderful next guest coming next week. We're talking about teenagers. Have a good day.